Uh, what did I say? Do you want to go in your pants? <laughs> you said it, bitch! <laughs> Justin! Tom. Frank. Plant lads! I said you want to go in your pants. Yeah, but you wanna, you want, you want that for me. No, this actually doesn't embarrass me because no, no, you are the one who wants to go in your pants. No, yeah, but you said it, you dumb idiot. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you fool. Merry Christmas, Justin comes in his pants. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Where have you been? We've been podcasting this whole time, but you haven't been uh, listening. I mean, that's uh, well, true. We, we yeah. haven't actually been podcasting. We've been away. We've been uh, away. <laughs> we I got engaged. What? Whoa. I got engaged. Yay. Woohoo. I also, I am uh, in the middle of a two-week cold, so I'm going to sound like shit. Well, that's not as... Wait, 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 wait. Does that <coughs> does that mean you've had a cold for one week and you're expecting one more week? I've had a cold for the past two weeks. Then you're in the middle of a four-week cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Frank. This uh, is why we've been gone. I'm just so <laughs> sick. Get your fucking days straight, Frank. Oh, they all blend together. Speaking of days... <laughs> yes... What Some, day is it almost, boys? Oh, it's almost the uh, premiere Dora. day of the Star Trek Picard. We're going to do that podcast s- soon. Listen up. Uh, I, w- I was going to say Christmas. Oh. What do you want for Christmas, tiny child? Do you want the Picard show to come on to CBS All Access? Would you like a rewatch podcast to listen to afterward <gasps> with your favorite friends from the internet? What? I'm talking to you, Lindsay. I'm talking to you, Noah. I'm talking to you, Toons Guy. That's right. If you also like Star Trek, and I know <coughs> maybe one of you do. Yeah, even if you don't, though. <laughs> uh, you should check out our new Star Trek Picard well, podcast. Let's say it at the same time. Ha ha! Picard. No, you Star Trek. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Ha ha! Engage. <laughs> podcast. What? What's it called? It Ta- is called. This podcast is called Ha Ha Engage, a Star Trek Picard podcast. And yes, we are launching that when the new uh, Star Trek Picard show comes on CBS All Access. So, what does that mean for the. V- fate of plaid lads it means it's dead bitches. <laughs> it's dead go fuck yourselves <laughs> but we're not, zombie and we're it's back not to, dead it's, it's something we may dead. do every once in a we, while we, but yeah, uh, you right. should also know ladies and gentlemen <laughs> fraser is leaving netflix on december 21st 31st of this year and that was how we all watched fraser we don't have no fucking dvds yeah so fuck us <laughs> Yeah. Actually, I have a few seasons of Fraser on DVD. I, I, oh, plucked I, them, I plucked them from the library donation bin. Mm. Like, you're coming home with me, because I felt this coming. <clears throat> but there's going to be a new Fraser show, so it's all so terrible there still. There is, yeah. So uh, guess what? I don't what? know how that's going to go. We, we've got so <clears throat> many fucking fish on the frying pan. You don't even know. You don't even fucking get what's coming to you. What fish are we frying? We're frying a. Sh- we're going. Flame up, better turn down the heat. Oh no! Oh, the grease got in my eyes. <laughs> oh no! I'm disfigured forever. Time to go put on a mask and haunt an opera house. <laughs> ah! Like Star Wars. Not like Star Wars. Huh? Anyway, so yeah, plant lads, stay subscribed because guess what? We're going. We're keeping tradition alive, and we might see you again in another this year's time, time year. because we are covering. Well, next year, you know what news is there? Christmas Chronicles two. It's sure. coming out in twenty twenty. 
just like a second uh yeah, there's, there's just like be, a second trump uh <laughs> there's gonna be a christmas chronicle movie for every term of <laughs> yes. the trump administration so expect oh, you know, like Christ. five or six yep 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 <laughs> Yeah, we're we're gonna have a few more. He's he's gonna take a while to die, and uh, he ain't giving it up. Because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday. The oh no 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 no! This is not what we're here no. to do. We're here to talk about a beautiful story. A beautiful story. A story about love, love lost, lost, love, lost. I said the show lost. Loving, loving, lost. Lo- the kind of loss you experience when uh, a loved one dies and then becomes a sort of ghost monster in a Christmas tree mm-hmm. ornament. What? What? Well, he, he, he dies in a, a horrible fire. You have to remember that. So that's why his soul has unfinished business, uh, and he becomes a ghoul. Because he's a firefighter who apparently sucks at his job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like firefighters who uh, don't burn alive. <laughs> uh, hey, see, you're, we're already talking about him. <clears throat> Christmas Chronicles. We watched it again. We watched it again. What God we- knows uh, uh, why we did this to ourselves. Because as you recall from last year, ladies and gentlemen, we, we hate this goddamn movie. It it does suck. <laughs> it I, sucks very bad. And for Justin to say a Christmas movie sucks is pretty pretty significant. Yeah. I I've got a okay. I I liked it better <laughs> this year. Really? Is that just cuz you were drunk? I mean, partially. I I Any. I think I'm in the same camp as you, Frank, in that I, I went from uh, disliking this silly, stupid little movie to believing fully that it was a piece of uh, right-wing propaganda hate crime. Irre- irredeemable, I would say. I, I Listen, I don't disagree with that. But I think there are like good things about it. On on both sides, there's good thing on both oh, sides. That's another. That's another one. Oh, that's another Trump thing. We're we're not allowed to talk about the president. Shut the Trump. fuck up, Frank. Like this, like the scene where uh, uh, Kurt Russell, Boomer Daddy Claus, drove his sleigh into the crowd of Antifa protesters in Charlottesville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know they're like two inches away from doing that, right? <laughs> the the scene where Kurt Russell says uh, Jews will not replace us. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this movie could so fuck itself. <laughs> this this movie fucking sucks so bad. Like, we'll get to it. I, we'll get, I, we're we're into it. Now. I hate this movie as much as it hates brown people. <laughs> it really hates fucking brown people. I mean it. It does. That I, that being said, I enjoyed oh. very much the performance of the one cop. I think his performance was... He is actually giving a good performance. Yeah. For, you mean the, the older-ish guy. Exactly. Which which makes his uh, 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 stooge for the alt-right status uh, all the more <laughs> tragic. Yeah. But let, let's get into it. So this movie opens uh, much like a, hall, a very Hallmark movie opening. I, I have a feeling this was probably a Hallmark movie initially as conceived, and then it got a little bit of a higher budget. Because mm-hmm. they got Kurt Russell, and he's a bigger name than you get in Hallmark. Now, where does it? Where did I, I've been trying to do some research, Uh-oh. but everybody is is hush hush about this film. Um, where? What's the chicken? What's the egg? Who started this thing? Was this a Christmas movie that then they somebody approached Kurt Russell to be in this? Or I believe so. Or was it? Hey, let's make a Christmas movie with Kurt Russell. Here's what it would be. I believe it's the first thing. Why? Why would he drag Goldie Hawn into this? I don't know. Like they're life partners, and they had a free day. All she had to do was put on a fucking um, sexy Mrs. Santa costume and speak whatever the fuck language that is <laughs> that they're speaking at the end of this fucking oh, movie. Oh, you mean Germanic dog whistle white supremacist language? Now, yeah. uh, listen, I'm <clears throat> I'm reading a book about the history of Christmas. And yes. and and that is where Santa Claus originates. I think it was an interesting choice. True. 
to do he is that. Right, he's right about that. Whatever. Fuck but, everything. But I will say, Fuck this I think movie. this is a, a Christmas movie that started on the Hallmark Channel that they got Kurt Russell for and maybe Netflix brought it up. So it opens the way that a Hallmark movie would open, which is like this cheesy, the- these are home movies throughout the years. And if you notice, like it goes up to Christmas 2016 and Christmas 2017. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, there are all these happy family memories of like the year that global fascism like retook power. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, this, this happy family, they probably <laughs> voted for you know who. I mean, probably. <laughs> probably. They're fucking white people in the suburbs and the dad's a firefighter. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and then the dad eats shit in a house one day and they don't do those fucking things no more in 2018, which is when this movie comes out. Because uh, he decided to get all crispy critters in a house. So this year, uh, the shitty, shitty daughter, who's a terrible actor, she's uh, uh, truly bad, is recording her own video to Santa because they don't do home movies no more. Oh, because Daddy died. He's got <laughs> melted. You're a, a fucking piece of shit. You're sitting. You're laying in bed, <laughs> just holding a microphone up uh, like uh, um, some fucking. Uh, <laughs> Greek emperor uh, feeding grapes into your mouth. <laughs> yeah, the only thing missing here is the bowl of Cheetos perched on your belly. Yeah, like. Uh, oh, but anyway, this what a fool he was. <laughs> I would need to rewatch it, but I would not be surprised if there was a subtle bit of evidence that the a fire was started in a housing project by a minority. Yes. <sighs> Or you know maybe like a like a Jew or something <laughs> like I feel like this this movie was not holding back. I don't no, know. it wasn't. And um, yeah, he so he's dead, but she's recording her own thing, and she's recording it to Santa. Which, she's sending a which is apparently a thing. Yeah, apparently it is a thing. She's happens. sending a video to Santa, and her shitty brother, this also terrible actor, comes in. And he interrupts her video recording, say, and he's about to say, "Oh, you, you're you're recording a video to Santa." Well, and he's about to say there is no Santa, but he's got that little glimmer, and he holds back and says he doesn't take video messages. You should only write him letters. Which spoiler alert? He's <laughs> he's a he's a he's, fucking idiot, and he wrote a letter. Because he's also a fucking baby, but he's out there drinking beers and stealing cars. That had to have been happening even while the dad was alive, right? Right, yeah, that's not just something you do in a year. Yeah, you're just a a shitty kid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the mom is like an overworked single mother type, so she's not really around for this movie. I I have a theory about her (laughs) that really struck me. Which is, she deliberately left her kids because she couldn't bear to be around them on Christmas Eve, the first Christmas without her husband. Uh, she receives a call. Oh, well, can't somebody cover it? You understand, like, in, in a workplace, when you know that the mother of two young children has just lost the father and her husband and this is their first Christmas, and you need to call somebody to fill in a shift, you don't call her. I don't think it was work at all. I think she was going off with her, uh, her, uh, her boyfriend. I think she was going to uh, the Bone Zone. To Farm Town, USA? No, obviously, Christmas spirit is at an all-time low. Thus, there are far more um, minority shootings, and she has to be at the hospital. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, We'll get to that. Um, (laughs) I think it was the same minority that set the fire. So she she takes the late shift, and the daughter wants to film... Santa coming in because she's going through an old video and she sees a hand go through the chimney and put a present down. And she says, it's Santa, it's Santa. So she takes herself and the shitty brother who is stealing cars uh, up to the roof to see uh, old Kurt Russell uh, in a sleigh with reindeer and they sneak inside. And from inside the sleigh, they realize, oh, we're in like the upper atmosphere. It's cold as shit and we can't breathe. So they turn around and try to steal something from the sleigh. Kurt Russell turns around and goes, 
Ah! And they all crash his steampunk sled, and the reindeer get away. I've got a theory. Yeah. That they originally wanted Tim Allen for this. Worst movie, because Tim Allen is a, a garbage person. Justin, can you can you give us a little bit? Uh, oh. Can you give us a little? <laughs> yeah. I think they wanted Tim Allen for this. I think it was supposed to be the Santa Claus uh, part tray. Now that is part four, <laughs> I I would find that interesting. <laughs> that would how do be, you know how many Santa Claus movies there are, Justin? Because the first two are good. <laughs> They're not. They're bad. No, the first two are good. The first one is uh, magical. The second one has that hot lady, <laughs> and I like it for that reason. The third one... You know, like Martin Short uh, humping all over the place as uh, Jack Frost. No, that 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 went one went too far. Oh, Michael Dorn is in that film. Is he as, as the Sandman? That's true, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I w- went on a Halloween watching tear this year. And I rewatched. So, uh, spoiler alert! So did I for an episode we never recorded. Yeah, there are so many episodes we didn't <laughs> record. Yeah. Like the last six months worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I rewatched the thing. The thing is a great movie. Excellent movie. And what it made me realize, because oh. I needed proof of this, is that um, Kurt Russell is a very charismatic guy to watch. He yes. is. He is. Handsome dude as well. He's a terrible actor. He is a N- bad actor. Wrong. Incorrect. 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 He's a great actor. He is a bad actor, and and this film, he is not any worse than he's ever been in anything. No, he's good in The Thing. He's pretty good in this. He's great in Escape from New York. He's awesome in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's great in Tombstone. He's great in The Hateful Eight. I can name movies, too, and say he's bad in them. He's bad he's, in Backdraft. He's terrible in Tornado Watch. He's, uh, he's great in Guardians he, of the Galaxy Volume 2. He's garbage in Where the Wild Whistles. He's uh, okay. a shit stain in um, uh, Two Graves on the Holly. He's a just naming random. He's a shit whole ass. So okay, okay. So here's the thing. Kurt Russell is a good actor. the tree sprayed. Kurt Russell is a good actor, and Justin has diarrhea for brains. That's why he's wearing that hat, so that the diarrhea doesn't come out. Yes. If you can't see at home, Justin's wearing a diaper on his head. <laughs> I'm wearing, I am wearing a diaper on my head. It uh, is because pickles. I have diarrhea for brains. It's a medical issue. It's called... Uh, but no, Kurt Russell's a good actor. Brainus. Shittus. <laughs> Listen, we let's get through this fucking movie. Let's yeah. move it on. Okay, what do we want? They, they crash. They crash land in the. Oh great my god! City. Can we just like take pot shots on it for like like five more minutes okay. and move on? Last year we already talked about how he says fake news, and it still made me very angry. It made you very like despondent last year, though. You were fucked up by that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like giving Santa Claus a thing that should not be a Santa thing. It's that Santa Claus, this film exists in a world that Donald Trump is president, which, um, so I like, like, um, uh, I watched Succession. Succession was made this past year and they refer to the president, but it's never, you don't know if it's Donald Trump. It's just a president. And they also don't ref, they, they don't make a reference that makes it seem like Trump is president. Exactly. So most art that is created, Donald Trump is not the president, but for some reason he is in this fucking Netflix Christmas movie. I think it's more than that. I think it's, it's beyond, it's just a universe where he's president. I think this is a movie for trump supporters okay so let's get to it they they crash land of all places in the great city of chicago which the american right wing is fond of of painting as an unlivable hellhole ridden with crime it looks Uh, it looks very nice (laughs) it's not chicago they filmed this fucking shit in toronto or vancouver (laughs) or something um 
and they go to what looks like a TGI Fridays. If you told me they filmed this movie in front of a green screen in Kurt Russell's uh, <laughs> guest house, <laughs> and that was all chroma key, I would believe it. <laughs> Actually, small tangent. Did you guys know that one of the reasons George Lucas got divorced from his first wife is because he kept insisting on filming Star Wars at their house? <laughs> I thought, thought you were going to say he wanted to make a, a, a motion capture chroma key home porn video. No. Uh, so Dagobah, Yoda's planet, that's their mm. pool. <laughs> Frank, Frank, I need take that as a warning to you on your upcoming uh, nuptials. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You need to stop filming Star Wars at Um I don't know if people know this, but Frank is do you remember from a few years ago the Star Wars kid? <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> it was like twenty years ago. I was being kind to you. <laughs> Nelly's our uh, yeah, little Star Wars I'm man. The Star Wars kid. The ke- the Quebecois child who was bullied. <laughs> out of school in Canada because he filmed himself doing lightsaber emotions <laughs> with a curtain rod. I, I I have to say this, that um, uh. um, that passed, and, like, he's probably moving on, but I did recently show my, um, like, 20-year-old co-worker a Star Wars kid, so I'm keeping <laughs> the spirit of Star Wars kid alive. Keep it alive. He's probably, a, hopefully, a well-adjusted adult by now. Let's dox that motherfucker. <laughs> People know his name is, I think, out there still. It was for a while. Um, Don't dox him. No, no. Don't dox him, Lindsay. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so they they crash land in the great city of Chicago. They immediately go to what looks to be like a TGI Fridays type establishment. Mm -hmm. Um, And the host is uh, a young woman who Santa just offhandedly is like, Oh, man, real shame that you didn't go to fashion school. Whatever (laughs) happened to that? Well, she's the hostess of this fucking restaurant. And it's like, fuck you, Santa. (laughs) If you know so much about her, you know that that was a dream of hers and she doesn't want to be a hostess. She wishes she went to fashion school. And if you're watching her all the time, you know that. And and a a similar thing like this, I could see that does happen in a lot of Santa Claus movies. But in those movies, he would then encourage her to get back to her passion. In this, he just says, that fucking sucks. Yeah. She's like, oh, man. Can I borrow your fucking car? (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck, Santa? So then... We have to talk about it. Then he's racist. He's he's a racist. Okay. (laughs) He goes to a South Asian couple and he starts speaking Hindi to them immediately. And the guy responds as well he should. What is it? I speak English, asshole, or something like that? say asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Though, if this was an R-rated movie. Yeah. I think we talked about this last year. Um, there are so many ways that this movie could be salvaged and and turned into something interesting. Nah. But it's just kind of down, not down the down the 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 shit line of just. It's not for anybody, except no, for it's not like who is this for? Now I I I think I I don't think this movie was made for. Trumpers. I think this movie was made with the understanding of the wink wink understanding of let's make something that the Trump Trumpers would like. You know what I mean? That won't offend the Trumpers. That's that's what I find disgusting about this movie. If yeah. this was like a Santa Claus movie for Trumpers, I would watch the shit out of it for the Bet shit crazy awfulness of that. But this is so much sadder that it's made and acknowledging the world we live in that we need to, oh, concede people so on it's, all sides. It's the Tulsi Gabbard of, uh, mm. it's it, this movie is just present. Yeah. Yeah. It takes the cultural values of Trump's America seriously enough to 
treat them as the status quo. It's the Kevin Van Drew of Netflix Christmas movies. Is it? I think it's, is it Jeff Van Drew? It's Jeff Van Drew. I forgot his name. As yeah. well, we all shall. Ha ha! Engage. Fucking <laughs> once again, we're podcast. starting a new podcast. Everybody, it's be much better than this one. Where it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. If this were the new podcast, it would already be over. <laughs> yes, it would. I steal a car. And they're stopped by some black policemen. They do. They steal a car to because the they find the reindeer and they're they're gonna go get the reindeer, and the police officer stops them because they're speeding through Lower Wacker Drive, um, and the two cops stop them. And from the looks of it, Santa is abducting children. A grown man in a red suit and a beard is abducting children. Is what this looks like here, ladies and gentlemen. No, what what was why what was the choice of. I don't understand why the movie starts in New England and they randomly are in Chicago. Uh, I don't know why they had to do that. It's a good question. Because it doesn't make any sense except to uh, stoke fears about violence and crime in Chicago <laughs> yeah. if Christmas spirit goes down. Let's get to the prison. Unless, let's get to... Uh, no, wait, hold on. Because the little girl sneaks into Santa's sack in order to get the elves to help them, that's when the boy and Santa are getting pulled over speeding with the car and the son boy <laughs> takes Santa uh, takes Santa's sack uh, and Santa gets arrested and the boy gets accosted by a gang. Yes. And Santa goes to prison, and let's talk about Santa in prison, because it is the purest distillation of what is repellent about this film. It's this scene all, is all- filled with so many dog whistles, so many subtle things I noticed this time around. Uh, there are uh, two uh, women of color in the scene, and every time they're on frame, they're literally behind bars. And they are implied heavily to be prostitutes. Yeah. Except Bruce Springsteen's wife. Oh yeah, she is. I, well, because little Steven is in this too. It's, it's the E Street Band, basically. Yeah, yeah. L- little Steven, Bruce Springsteen's other wife. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think that's what he calls it? Yeah. Now, okay. Santa gives little Steven and the uh, other guy guitars, and then the camera pans over to a black man who uh, was not previously seen in the scene and tosses him a trumpet. He oh, says, no, he doesn't, no, 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 he doesn't just toss him a trumpet. He's sitting there and he says, I can't play an instrument. Santa materializes a trumpet. No, 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 it's, it's worse than that because I left out loud because I forgot how it works. He, it does. The camera pans to him. Nothing is said. Santa tosses him a trumpet and he says, I don't know how to play this. Yeah. Santa just looks over at a black guy and throws a trumpet at him. And then tells him he knows how to do it. And, and he does because... All black people can play the trumpet. Uh, and they they sing and dance, and the, the, the prostitutes are the backup singers. Uh, and crucially, when he is in the jail, he is counting down the ways in which Christmas spirit is depleting. Mm-hmm. And when Christmas spirit gets low, he says to them at the beginning, oh, you know what happens when there's no Christmas spirit and I don't come around? Do you remember all those wars you read about in your history books yeah so the holocaust yeah uh the khmer rouge the korean war the vietnam war world war one even is because nobody felt like believing in santa that year so he's sitting in a cook county jail in chicago and watching the jail fill up with violent crime and he's saying oh Oh, it's because not enough people are believing in Santa this year. And he turns to the cop and says, and you wouldn't want that to happen even more here in this city. He, of says, Chicago. It, he says it as a fucking threat. He yeah. should have been fucking yeah. cracked across the fucking dome, given a fucking hemorrhage and died. And then, then they say he was resisting just like every fucking one else. I, I fuck this movie. <laughs> this, this movie is repugnant. So they sing a song. 
The black guy plays the trumpet that he previously said he does not know how to play. The prostitutes are backup singers. Uh, and the little girl gets the fucking freak elves to help her while her brother is abducted by a gang. The elves come out and fuck up this whole gang, basically. Mm-hmm. And then they try to chainsaw the kid's balls off. <laughs> Which I'm not sure was in the script. I think... They just added the balls, the chainsaw toward the balls with CGI later. Now, I think it's at this moment where I I began enjoying it somewhat. Because I think at this point, it then cuts back to the song still going on. It's not, it's, they're still singing. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get this. This is fucking shit. And yeah. I kind of, I like it. And not only are they still singing at this point, but there is a light show component to it now. They brought in a light guy. I don't think that with the tone that this movie strikes, uh, that I don't, if it were uh, a a white cop, a white authoritarian figure, I don't think he could have gotten away with showing him that much disrespect. Absolutely not. That he belittles and disrespects this guy. Uh, in a way, I think that is enabled by him being casted as black, and uh, it's just another in the long list. I think this movie will be fucking shown at the Nuremberg Trials. <laughs> I fucking uh, Nuremberg Two Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> that that's the fucking Bugaloo. that's the fucking thing about it is uh, you Google it and and people like this movie, and I don't they understand do, that. I I looked it up. Reactions to it are actually pretty positive. It's that Reese Witherspoon loves this movie. I I legitimately do not under fucking stand it. Yeah. Uh, so we should say, <coughs> whoop, it's catching up to me. We should say uh, the kids get out of the sack. They get they get rid of the gang, and they walk by a church where their father's favorite Christmas song is playing, which is question mark. Oh, Christmas tree! <laughs> that's my favorite fucking. <laughs> that's my favorite Christmas song. No, you know what it is? It's because this movie is trying to appeal to everyone that they couldn't even have a religious song playing at the church. So they're courting like. All, all religions and all everybody of all per, political persuasions and this is what it, you get is a grown man's favorite christmas song <laughs> is oh christmas tree you mean oh tenenbaum I, originally oh, in german <laughs> german nazis Jesus war crimes yeah. that's true this is, is my fucking is project although tenenbaum in german but is it, I'm just picturing this gross man who's just like, I just really like this song about a tree. <laughs> it's why he became a firefighter. Because they like chopping things down that can get set on fire. What if he died because a Christmas tree is on fire? See, if this movie had the balls, to, if this movie was more like a Gremlins, where like Phoebe Cates has a long monologue about how her dad died while coming down the chimney dressed yeah. as Santa, if this movie had a little bit of that darkness, it could be and a little less um, uh, right wingedness. <laughs> there could be we something to watched, it. We should have watched Gremlins. Super. We should have. <laughs> I wanted to watch uh, Christmas Evil, which is an incredible film. What is that one? That's the one where the guy uh, sees his uh, mom and dad uh, fucking uh, when he was a kid. Him, his oh. dad dressed as Santa, and he grows up and is crazy and dresses like Santa and uh, kills some people. That sounds good. It's liter- legitimately like Taxi Driver, but at Christmas time. That sounds and very I think good. like. Honestly, kind of that, almost that good. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, anyway, so they they walk by this church. The church is singing "Oh Christmas Tree" again. For, again, why would a church be singing the song about the fucking tree? It's not a religious song. It's a song about a tree. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, it was Dad's favorite song. It's so beautiful. I I love you, Papa Papa dear, Papa Meltface." Um, Jesus. And so crucially, uh, the daughter in Santa's workshop, which is in his bag for some reason, 
she finds the letter that current day brother shithead wrote to Santa wishing the dad would be back. Uh, meaning he did believe in Santa after all, even though he's a shithead who steals cars. Uh, they get the reindeer back. They deliver all the presents with Santa. They land back at the house and Santa gives them one last gift, which is uh, a ghost of their father <laughs> trapped in a Christmas ornament who gets to talk to them. Thanks, Santa. Uh, death is but a door, time a window. <laughs> um, uh, there is no death, only eternal life from now on and dead souls walk the earth in this Christmas ornament. Thanks Santa. I'm very comforted now. Hi dad. Uh, what did it feel like to have all of the flesh peel off your body as you choked on smoke? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. So Christmas Chronicles. Christmas Chronicles. And it ends with Santa in his workshop saying a bullshit language and Mrs. Claus walks into frame from the back. She pulls up the thing and it's uh, Kurt Russell's life partner Goldie Hawn. And and you just see the emptiness behind her eyes. Because she doesn't want to be there, folks. She doesn't want, and she doesn't deserve to be there. She she could have been doing anything. I'm sad for her, not that she's in this movie, but that she wasted a, a single day <laughs> on filming this when she could she- have been going to the beach or something. Making that terrible Amy Schumer movie that no one saw. Yeah, exactly. That one. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, that, and then, like, and then, like a pervert, uh, she said, "Do you want to watch a movie?" And he says, "Oh, I've got a movie I want to watch." And he stole their video recording of the whole trip from the past night. And he winks yeah. at the camera and says, "Fuck yeah." Would you fuck me? Would you, I, I thought would you, you were fuck gonna, me? I'd fuck what me. What he should have said was, oh, I've got a movie I want to watch, uh, Mrs. Claus, Goldie Hawn. Let's Netflix and chill in front of the elves. <laughs> if, if they had gone that direction even of making Santa Claus like super modern and Christmas is on fleek, I'm dabbing now. Fidget spinners. <laughs> Fidget Spinners is uh, three years old, Justin. Uh, um, Tamagotchi. I, 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 Jeff, Jeff Goldblum's Jewish, right? He's got to be Jewish. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he's Jewish. Damn. Uh, he's well, also so, so is Jesus. That's true. A Jeff Goldblum as Santa Claus funky uh, modern Co- thing? I, I'm, I assu- I'm assuming coming to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. He's already got he's his own show. He's apparently a pervert. <laughs> is, no... No, yes. I mean, how can he not? Yeah, he got be? canceled. Did he? Yeah, he's a he's a huge pervert. When did that happen? A couple of months ago. Oh well, then fuck Jeff Goldblum. What he was? Why is he up? Let's hear it. Spill that uh, tea. I, uh, let's see. Let, let me Google <laughs> it, folks. Uh, so he, his he is apparently you can kind of tell from his public persona insanely lascivious. Uh, and Lis- he's a little bit handsy. Oh, so <laughs> so first article that came up. Jeff Goldblum defends Woody Allen. There have been a, a, a slew of those. There was uh, Ian McKellen kind of tried to defend like Brian Singer and stuff and had to walk that shit back. <laughs> yeah. I'll find out. Oh, Jeff Goldblum, possible sexual assault allegation. Oh, fuck. Let's, Why are let's we doing let's this on, on the podcast? Anyway, anyway, cut. folks, Christmas Chronicles is a hateful piece of literature. Christmas, you shouldn't watch it. It's it's a it's a shit. It's a fucking shit. Once again, Plaid Lads is dead. Ha <laughs> ha! Engage a Star Trek Picard podcast. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be lovely. We're just gonna talk about we, Star Trek. We have one thing to talk about that we actually like. Wait, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. The the a the Christmas a Christmas story. Um, no, not that movie. I, oh, oh like yes. Oh, I remember. Yes. Um, uh, there's something I wanted to tell you guys uh, about. I wanted to tell you that. Um, uh, well, I haven't done this in months. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just getting into the mindset. Ha 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 
you. <laughs> but he has to pretend because he wants to fuck Amy Brenneman, who's incredible in The Leftovers. Fraser, Christmas 7, Six Seasons. My mouth is suddenly full of spit. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, Mrs. Moskowitz. Deluge spit all over the microphone for this classic episode of Frasier. I laughed a bunch watching this episode. This is an amazing episode. It's truly great. So, so in one of the famous uh, mix-em-ups, uh, Frasier's shopping for Menorah, for Freddy. Um, he... Freddy is, of course, half Jewish because his mom is Lilith. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he wants to sneakily buy a, a shirt for Roz, and uh, a, a very nice lady helps him out. She happens to be Jewish and yes. wants to set him up with her daughter. Yes, uh, played, as you said, by Amy Brenneman. Mm-hmm. And they meet at the coffee shop, and Frazier crucially tries to set up a way to bail because he's afraid of uh, 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 blind dates, which he should be. Mm-hmm. So He goes to Roz. Well, you see, I have a I have a telephone, but I have it here in my pockets, you see. It's a wireless <laughs> telephone. It's a brand new invention. Ha! Huh? So, and... Uh, 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 my, my cellular phone, I believe he calls it. <laughs> so, you, mm, yes, you don't need to call the, uh, the establishment and have them call for me. No, no, no. My phone will ring in my pockets. It is the 90s. I am Orson Welles. <laughs> My name is Orson Welles. Huh? <laughs> uh, they're frozen goodness and green penis. <laughs> I just got a text and was reading that, and I'm completely lost. What's uh, so, Frasier sets up a blind date with Orson Welles. For a blind date makes fra- uh, Roz his like out of the blind date mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Amy Brenneman walks in and she's very attractive mm-hmm. god you think so <laughs> there is a gag no, she's where- a gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> there is a gag where both of their phones go off at the same time because they both set up the same uh, protocol now, of like taking a call now during that is the first time I laughed out loud um, <laughs> that uh Niles and Daphne are watching them on the the date, and Daphne's uh, uh, like narrating how you can yeah. you can tell how a man is into a woman, and everything she says. Uh, uh, Niles is uh, is doing. We'll, 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 we'll throw a clip in there. Uh, Nigel uh, Niles is getting a boner and going cross-eyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's oh, sweet. And it is very so sweet. Uh, so she goes to Niles, oh, would you be able to do a favor for me? Yes. And he go- immediately just says yes. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, uh, what, what is it? Yeah. That's my, uh, David, that's oh, my David Hyde Pierce. What do you want from me? <laughs> for I am Niles Crane. <laughs> oh, well, uh, by church, we do a, a pageant every year for Christmas. But we can't decide what we want it to be, so it's like all denominations. So there's Santa Claus and Jesus. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is a very funny bit. We'll throw the that we'll, we'll throw that in there. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, just watch Frazier, the episode. People. Just watch the episode. We're not editing this. And Amy Brenneman hit it off. Amy Brenneman comes to Fraser's house on Christmas Eve. <clears throat> and Fraser is fighting with his dad about Christmas decorations because Martin wants kitschy decorations and Fraser wants classy. And Amy Brennan walks in and sees the decorations. Uh, Fraser has also ordered a Christmas tree to be delivered fully decorated on Can Christmas we Eve. Talk about the Christmas tree, fellas. Now, yeah. I know it was a prop. I know it's all make believe. And if this were community theater, I, I, w- I would be okay with it. But Fraser Crane has ordered a pre-decorated Christmas tree, so I'm expecting something tasteful. Well done. What they? But anyway, so Amy Brenneman walks in and sees the Christmas decorations, and she goes, "Wait, you're not Jewish?" And he goes, "No, no, I'm not Jewish." And she's like, "But my mother saw you getting a menorah," and she's like, "Oh, well, his mother Lilith is Jewish. Can I was we, buying can it." Can we talk about a thing? Yes. Can we talk about a thing? 
don't you kind of feel like she might have known he wasn't Jewish? Especially because they have a uh, a reference to uh, Moyhole a little bit later. Yeah, and he's a gigantic, waspy-looking gentleman who looks like he's made in New England. And so, wait, 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 no, no, but wait, what, uh, what you're saying... I'm saying he's probably got a big old faulty foreskin. <laughs> if I've, I've, I've never seen anyone who I could imagine with a big old floppy foreskin more. More than Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> when he wears the turtleneck, he looks like... Uh, he looks like it. Precisely uh, what you would see. Now, what do, what do we think of David Hyde Pierce? What's what's his dick look like? Impeccably cut. <laughs> um, anyway, so he says, why is it a problem that I'm not Jewish? Wait, says, wait! Shut the fuck up, Frank! <laughs> yes. How about, how about Martin? <laughs> What's his, and wrinkly. What's his cock look like? <laughs> I think he's uh, like a like a uh, Willem Dafoe situation. Like, <laughs> uh, I think there used to be more nudity looks, in the show, but they had to stop it because <laughs> people would be uncomfortable. It looks disintegrated because he's been dead for two years. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh Franklin! And Justin killed him. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> literally, so the day before... Uh, beloved actor John oh Mahoney. God, yeah, wait, wait. Are we? Is this is this our our finale retrospective? I yeah, had a no. sex dream about, about <laughs> Ross Doyle. Anything you have to say about Frasier, say it now. It's going off Netflix. The Frasier component of the show is the day dead. Before the day before, beloved actor John Mahoney died. <laughs> Justin besmirched uh, his work in Barton Fink. Fuck Barton Fink. Fuck Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Fuck Martin Crane, throw him down the stairs. Oh. Anyway, so. Aha! Engage, a Star Trek Picard <laughs> podcast coming in January. Your favorite plaid lads. Do you hear this witty repartee that's happening right now? So Imagine that. Fucking witty. Imagine that happening about a subject we actually are enthusiastic about with genuine hot take reactions to your favorite new sci fi serial, Picard. The show on CBS All Access. We hope you'll join us on that show. Here's more platelets. Uh, so anyway, he, she says it's not a problem for me, but it is a problem for my mother. Uh, and Frazier says, okay, we'll hide she the decorations. She doesn't like big floppy foreskins. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hide the decorations while your mother comes over and just not make a big deal out of it. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So the mom comes over and they do their damnedest to pretend to be Jewish. As Tom pointed out earlier, uh... Fraser makes a snafu and says he would like to invite the uh, invite the Moyle over. Invite the Moyle, and, and uh, her mother says, "The man who did your bris." No, she says circumcision. circumcision. No, and actually, the daughter says that, which I found a little strange that you would say such a thing in front of your mother. We're referring directly yeah. to the penis. Well, she says some some. They're very liberated. Hot, these people, hot shit later on. Uh, and it being Christmas, what does Fraser have in the oven but a ham? A, a ham. thing that Jewish people can eat. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can. can. I, I, have, I have to bring this up. I, I made the mental note that I have to bring it up. I, I, don't th- I think this is a great, hilarious episode. I find, I find nothing wrong with it. But as three Gentiles, is there anything problematic with what's going on? Here, nah, it's just funny. It is okay. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I'm assuming just like uh, Fraser has uh, a large uh, amount of uh, gay writers, producers, and actors on the show, mm. so their handling of LGBT people is uh, pretty okay for the time. I'm making the uh, the racist assumption yeah. that there's a fair amount of uh, <laughs> Jewish people in in the production and show running of it, the show. It, once again, as as a Gentile, it did really feel like that. It re- did really feel like it was. It came from that. From a, I think it came from a Jewish perspective. Yeah, yeah, the episode. But uh, yeah, I had to bring the, it up. The, I had to. Uh, uh, David Hyde Pierce's. Uh, one of the greatest moments in the entire show is uh, 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 Frazier pulls off uh, Niles into the kitchen to explain him what the farce is. And he goes, Niles, listen, uh, we, she's under the impression that we're Jewish and you need to pretend. And Niles just says, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's, okay. And then he, he comes what back he does out is, <laughs> and he just, he lays yeah. it on so fucking thick. 
It's amazing. And he uh, he starts doing cheers. He goes, Lahayam. <laughs> Next year in Jerusalem, and uh, Fraser nudges him and goes, "Dial it down, Tevya." Yeah. By the way, I watched the George C. Scott Christmas Carol, Justin, recently again for the oh. millionth time, and it rules. It's great. I uh, watched uh, half of it once and was bored to tears. Guess what I watched? Muppet Christmas Carol. Suck shit compared to the George C. Scott one. It feels like Christmas. Niles gets pulled into his Christmas pageant duty, and who could he be playing in the Christmas pageant, I wonder? Oh. Jesus! That was bad. So... He is playing Jesus, and then he crucially forgets his sinus rinse, his sinus medication. Uh, So he walks in with a little sniffle, a little sneeze, and forgets that the the two Jewish people are in there. So he uh, hides in the bathroom with it where his sinus medication is. Um, And uh, there's a bit of an open door, closed door farce where Fraser has to lead them throughout the apartment while... Niles, dressed as Jesus, runs throughout trying to hide. Uh, and when Niles ends up in the bathroom, they uh, walk in from the deck. The Christmas tree gets delivered. Fraser makes a big deal about the Christmas tree. And he's like, oh, this must be a mistake. Blah, 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 blah. Has the Christmas tree stuffed into I think, I think everything the bath- you ju- I think everything you just said was completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. I think you're going off memory, like yeah. like a many years old memory. Yeah. He tells I literally he, just watched it two days ago. He tells Martin to tell the delivery guy to bring it back. And Martin deals with that. Um I Niles is in the kitchen when he's spotted and Frazier famously yells Jesus Um, and then later goes to the bathroom you've just been making shit up this whole time I bet you you're not even really engaged I watched it two days ago I watched it on a lot of cold beds so he sneezes quite loudly correct oh my god what? And Does he comes he? out of. Is that a thing? No. <laughs> that, no, no, that was just completely made up. I thought he sneezed quite loudly. No! no. This is wild! <laughs> Frank. Frank, what's wrong? You watched it more recently than I did. Yeah, I just watched it before it came over. Yeah, I did. I no, like and every, everything about all the other stuff, you got things mixed up in different order, different characters. That is completely made up. I thought that he sneezed. No! Didn't he come back for his sinus medication? Yeah, but he's he's sniffly. I thought he sneezed loudly. You guys watched this like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> no, I watched it like... A bit ago. <laughs> I can just remember things. Uh, uh, but she has the great line of, uh, this is your busy time of year. To Santa. Or Jesus. <laughs> Which yeah, makes me think, got it wait, wrong. no, it's not his busy time, it's his birthday. <laughs> That's true, that's actually a dropped line. It is not. It wouldn't be his busy time of year. Except in, in Germany. It's true, the Christkind uh, comes around and he takes a dookie in your shoes if you've been in the naughty little boy so mrs moskowitz and amy brenneman have a big screaming argument uh where they resolve all their problems by screaming and crying at each other and then they hug at the end and they say they're sorry and then and then which is apparently a a typically jewish behavior i I wasn't aware of that stereotype Uh, being very effusively emotional and and screaming and crying and airing out your grievances and then hugging it out yeah that's Typical, uh, from what I understand. But Frasier and Which Martin... Which is based on this episode of Frasier. <laughs> I, I, my, my mother's father is Jewish, so I have some Jewish family members. So it's not totally outside the realm of my, my lived experience. Uh, but... The Martin and Frasier try it for themselves 
over the Christmas decorations, and it goes way too dark, way too fast. <laughs> um, where Martin says that he hates living here, and Fraser says, "I hate you living here." <laughs> he says, "I wish that and, bullet had hit your heart." Yeah, and he says, uh, "We nearly aborted you, and we made the wrong decision." And no, the, and, this uh, is not what happened. And then. Uh, <laughs> Frazier locks uh, Martin in the closet, and Martin cries, "No, please, son, not again!" <laughs> and they, well, they start crying at each other, and Frazier has a great line: "Is why did we try this? We're not Jewish." <laughs> Tom, can you cut that out and bring it? Give it to me as a ringtone. <laughs> uh, it was a good line. It is. This is a great episode. It's great. Very funny. Uh, I love the part where they have to pretend that there's not a ham in the oven. So Frazier goes, oh, this brisket is just taking forever to cook. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> that is the thing that he said. It is. It's good. Engage! A Star Trek Picard podcast! Coming to you this January. And listen, listen, everybody. The podcasts don't end. They don't die. We that, that Unless cur- you stop paying the bill and they take them <laughs> off on streaming service. They, that's true. I'm not paying for shit until we have stuff to put out. That yeah. that curse that we got from that witch all those years ago doesn't run out for many years. So we've got podcasts coming out of our... We've got a Star Trek podcast coming out. We've got we we might have some other podcast, some exciting podcasts. I'll throw this out there. Uh, it's it's a check that my ass is not going to be able to pay. <laughs> um, a r- ranking bass, a, a podcast about the ranking bass uh, stop motion specials. That's a podcast that that might come out sometime. We want to. Uh, Okay, let's recommend or plug some shit. My Christmas album is out. You can get it at welcometowonderfalls.bandcamp.com. It's different this year. It's like a radio drama. Um, I'm excited. I haven't listened to it yet. It's 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 out there to be listened to. It's pretty good. Um, so so go get into it. Anybody else have anything to say? Nope. Alright, fuck you guys. Uh, We're done this you know fucking great, shit. You know what's a great movie is uh two great movies, The Irishman and Parasite. I have not seen Parasite, I have seen The Irishman. I have some thoughts on such said film. Uh it, it makes that movie makes me really sad. Yes. Here's my up. here's my main issue is is that okay, like the de aging wasn't great, but you get used to it. But yes. uh, that doesn't change the fact that um, they are lumbering al- around like around, seventy-year-old like men. Old men. <laughs> uh, I, I have a thought about that. Is that it's like quarter, sort of like an uh, an imperfect memory, like an idealized sort of like because it's all about memory, and he's remembering back onto things that he did. So it's sort of like he's remembering things imperfectly and sort of imposing an idealized self onto the way that he feels he looked. So it's it sort so, of creates a weird disconnect. So his ideal look is a ghoulish monster <laughs> who, yes, wa- who walks yes. like Frankenstein. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. He's a he's a fucking weird guy. Okay. I, I yeah. buy it. Uh, but no, it's it's a great movie, and, and Parasite is also awesome. I uh, Parasite. I was like cheering and hooting and hollering in the theater because there's there's a twist <laughs> that happens that I won't spoil, but spoil it's, it. The, the movie you start thinking it's one thing and then like a the floor drops from under you and it becomes something totally different and it kicks ass a similar thing is a christmas movie called better watch out from uh 2016 i believe it starts as a a christmas set home invasion movie but there's a twist about a quarter of the way through where it's not exactly what you think it is. All right, let's fucking end this shit. Star Trek Picard, Tom's done. <laughs> Com- coming in January of 2020, the Star Trek Picard podcast, we are going to be recording a sort of preliminary show where we talk about like key episodes of TNG and maybe a couple of the movies, and we'll just kind of get our feet wet into the water with... Star Trek, which we only talked about once on here, 
to uh, mm-hmm. laugh. Well, <laughs> well, we talked about Star Trek most of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, but we only talked about an episode of Star Trek yeah. one time, and it was the weird Western episode where Brent Spiner talks like Pee Wee Herman. Yes. So look out for that in early um, uh, early January. Stay stay on our, our socials, uh, Plaid Lads Pod on Instagram, Twitter. We're, I think we're going to keep those and uh, so you can find out upcoming shit there. Stay subscribed here because we might come back and do some stuff if you anybody is sus- subscribed. <laughs> yeah, it might just be a thing where we randomly put shows on here once um, in a while for fun. Yeah, so but, plaid lads are dead. Long live plaid lads. We'll see you in January, folks. We'll see you in hell. I love you. Bye. Bye bye. You have to you have to speak, Frank. It's a radio show. Bye. There we go.